0: You're listening to The Real Well Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. We are going back to basics here on The Real Wealth Show. And in the last episode, we talked about your financing strategy. And in step five of my seven steps for new real estate investors, we're going to look at how to determine your purchasing strategy. I'm Kathy Fetke, and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. A lot of people come to me and say, let's say I have $100,000 to invest, what should I do? Well, here's the thing, you could buy one property with cash, or if you financed, you could potentially buy four properties with 20% down. You would need about $20,000 down for each property, then ideally take the remaining $20,000 and put it in your reserve fund, that's about $5,000 per property. The reserve fund is for expenses like repairs and vacancies, things that should be expected if you own rental property. Don't be surprised if you have vacancies or repairs, it's just part of the deal. And that's why it's so important to have money set aside for it so you don't have to think too much about it or be upset when it happens, the money's just there waiting for you. So I suggest you open a separate bank account just for your real estate portfolio and keep at least $5,000 per property in that account as a buffer. And again, as long as you know that those funds are there for repairs and surprises, you won't be so surprised when you have to use them. So as I said, one strategy is to buy four homes with financing and use all the cash flow to pay off one of the mortgages. If each home is producing, say, $200 per month in cash flow, that would be $800 a month that you could pay towards the principal of one of the loans if you want to pay it off fast. You can pay that home off pretty quickly, even in eight years, if you take all the cash flow from the other properties and apply it to that mortgage. Once you have it paid off, then you have more cash flow to pay off the remaining properties. The second property would be paid down in maybe six years, and then you would have maybe around $1,600 cash flow per month which you could use to pay down the next property in maybe just four years and so on. With this plan, you'd have four properties paid off in less than 20 years, potentially, and would then be cash flowing about $4,000 per month. And that's in today's dollars. But you can pretty much bet there will be inflation over the next 20 years. So your cash flow would probably be double that, maybe around $8,000 a month or even higher, depending on inflation. But I still like to use today's dollars because even if it is $8,000 a month that you're getting, it's going to feel like $4,000 because that's about as far as your money goes with inflation. But it gives you an idea of why it's so important to own assets that increase with inflation. Because otherwise, you're stuck having to double the amount of money you make about every 12 to 15 years. Wouldn't you rather have your assets doing that for you? Now, maybe you don't have enough funds to buy four homes at one time. So in that case, some investors just buy one house a year. They save enough for that down payment and then use the cash flow to save for the purchase of the next home. And this is a great plan for someone who has about 20 to 30 years left before retirement. When you're young, the goal should be to acquire as many properties as you can rather than pay them off. But as you get older and you're looking towards retirement, then it might be a good idea to pay off those properties. Some people will disagree with me on that and say it's never a good idea to pay off your properties because today's interest rates are so low. Why not just lock in those rates for 30 years and use the money for other investments? And that could be a great plan too. Now, some people may have more money to invest and may decide to buy several properties all at once with cash. And this could be a good plan if you're close to retirement. That's why many soon to be retirees self direct their IRAs to buy property. In fact, one of our members self-directed his IRA. He sensed that there were problems coming back in 2006 and pulled all of his money out of the stock market before it crashed. I think it was around $600,000. And he came to Real Wealth Network and we helped him buy five properties in Texas. And those properties were able to generate about $60,000 a year in annual income after expenses. So he was able to enjoy his retirement. And it's pretty funny because he liked to flaunt it. He'd show up at our event in a Hawaiian shirt with a glass of wine. (laughs) But the bottom line is, real estate shows its true value over time. It tends to be a get-rich-slow process. And if you use the national average of appreciation since 1968, you could guess that, again, based on history, your properties will probably double in value every 12 to 15 years, if you buy in the path of progress, in places where people are moving to and where jobs are going maybe a safe bet is to assume a 4% appreciation rate rather than the 6% that it used to be. In that case, you might expect your properties to double in value every 18 years. So that means that if you're one of the people who was able to take $100,000 and buy four homes, you might be able to have them paid off in 18 to 20 years. And in that time, you might have doubled the value of your portfolio, which at that time would be about $800,000. And remember you would have acquired those assets by just starting with $100,000. Remember $20,000 down for each property plus the $20,000 in reserves. So that's a pretty good return on your money. Try to do that in a mutual fund. Now if you live in California, there are a lot of areas today where the median home price is a million dollars. That means that you'd have to put down around 200 or $250,000 to buy a primary residence. So a lot of people come to me and say, Should I do that, have California values peaked, or should I continue renting? Well, here's the thing to consider. What if you took that down payment and instead bought 10 rental properties? Because with $250,000, you could do that. And if you use the same strategy I talked about with the four homes and took all the cash flow from the 10 properties to pay off the first property, you could pay off that first property in about two to three years. Isn't that amazing? Because your loan on a $100,000 home is seventy-five dollars to $80,000. And if you have 10 homes that say cash flow $300 each, that's $3,000 a month cash flow, which is $38,000 at the end of the year. So if you took the $38,000 in cash flow and paid off the first loan, remember that loan is seventy-five dollars to $80,000. Like I said, you can have it paid off in less than three years. Again, if you buy the right properties that have high cash flow. So, this is one of the reasons you don't even have to worry so much about buying properties in high growth markets. It might be best just to buy high cash flow properties and let your tenants pay off your loans for you. Because if you take all the cash flow from those 10 homes and pay off one home in less than three years, well, then your cash flow increases and you can go after the next home and the next home and the next home. And you could have all 10 homes paid off in less than 15 years. Now, if you bought 10 homes that are about $100,000 each and you have them paid off in 15 years, that's a million dollar net worth, a million dollar portfolio that you acquired with just $250,000. But even better than that, you'd have about $8,000 a month cash flow in today's dollars. It could be like $16,000 a month cash flow at that time. But remember, it would feel like today's $8,000. So again, this is just food for thought. Because if you took that $250,000 that you were planning on spending on a down payment on a primary residence in California, and instead bought those 10 investment properties in the right markets, well, maybe in that case, you just decide to rent in California rather than buy and build your portfolio elsewhere. This way you can live where you want and invest where it makes more sense. I know I just talked about a lot of numbers and that's hard to pay attention to when you're driving, so you might want to listen to this episode a second time. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks for joining me here on The Real Wealth Show. You can find out more about this strategy and others by going to realwealthshow.com and clicking on the archive webinars, where you'll get lots and lots of ideas on how and where to invest. You can also meet with one of our investment counselors for free who can help you put together the right strategy for you and your particular situation. Again, I'm Kathy Fedke, and thanks so much for joining me here on The Real Wealth Show.